the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League, your number one source for all the league's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. I'm Justin Kinner. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. We appreciate everyone uh, who subscribes, downloads, and listens to our weekly podcast that we put out for you each and every week. Before we get to our interview, just a reminder that today's interview is brought to you by health and wellness company, Zervita, changing lives for the better through nutritional and performance-based products and opportunities. Our guest today is Nick Pumford. He's the Oakland Head Men's Golf Coach, and he's good enough to join us today. Coach, welcome in, sir. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. A little bumpy. We got this started. That's all that matters. So. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, a lot to get into now. Every time I have a guest that's any, anytime I have a guest that is golf related, uh, it is the most. I always tell people that of all the things I suck at in life, golf is the most expensive. That's how I view it right now. <laughs> I always tell people all the time it's always uh, time consuming and expensive. So hopefully you have a lot of money and a lot of time on your hands uh, if you want to get good at golf. This is my first summer that I've really gotten into golf, and I've golfed a ton. I've wasted a lot of money. But golf courses, they don't budge. They charge you full price. I mean, you know, hey, you have way less hours of daylight, but, hey, we're still charging you the same amount. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, there's, there's a big point of contention among uh, golf, and that's, uh, that's a big argument is making golf cheaper. But uh, we'll have to talk off air and see if we can get your game fixed up a little bit. Yeah. Well, how much will that be? That's always good. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy, so you're good. All right. Sounds good. All right. We got Nick Pumford with us again, the Oakland men's or the Oakland head golf coach. I'm sorry. He's good enough to join us here today. He is our guest on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Uh, now you are entering your fifth season and uh, at least of Oakland. How long have you been a golf coach? Gosh, uh, I started uh, my first assistant coaching job was in 2000. Uh, 10 at Georgia State. So this will be uh, my 10th year as a, as a golf coach. So you've been doing this a while, but I promise you, and anytime I talk to a coach or anyone that's been in any kind of, you know, this kind of industry that's been doing this for a while, every year always seems different, but I promise you, you've never experienced something like this, I'm sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty pretty unique. I think that's probably an understatement. But uh, you know, we're we're making do with what we have, and uh, you know, kind of one of my things that I've talked about all the time is, is in college golf, you have a fall season and a spring season, um, and the fall season counts towards the rankings just as much as the spring season does. Um, so there's really there's really not a lot of developmental time. Um, unless it's in the winter time, and so um, we've we've kind of taken a, a positive approach this year, and really have used this time to get our games better, and uh, really not having to put a score uh, down on paper, and it's actually been refreshing in a way, as weird as that sounds. What is your day to day like right now? How often are, are you and, and your guys able to get out on the course? What, I mean, are you allowed to coach? I mean, what are the restrictions that you have in a time where you know this is unprecedented? What we're going through right now, but what's your day to day? And what are do you have any restrictions as far as what you can do and how much time? Yeah, so we're we're being conservative with what we do. Guys are wearing masks, that sort of thing. Um, we have ten guys on the team. Uh, we've broken the the team into two. Pods, so not a lot of guys are around each other all the time. Um, thankfully, you can social distance pretty well with golf, and you're outside a lot, so um, we're, we're doing okay there. But yeah, we're we're full board, twenty hours a week, uh, NCAA maximum, and um, we're we're doing quote unquote qualifying two days a week. So Thursdays and Fridays we play uh, rounds of golf and, and they're competitive scores. 
Um, but really, it's status quo minus the the travel and, and competing at tournaments. Um, we are lucky that there seems to be a lot of like individual tournaments, so guys are playing uh, competition unattached with Oakland. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's it's been status quo so far. All right, we got Nick Pumford with us here. He's the head golf coach for the Oakland Golden Grizzlies out of the Horizon League, and you're a former coach of the year. Again, you've experienced a lot of success coaching. Well, let's go back to your playing days. I mean, uh, at what level? I, I always, I'm a sports radio host here in Dayton, and I we always do the topic of if you can go back to high school, what's the one sport that you wish you would have participated in that you didn't? And it's it's always across the board. Every caller, every social media, react, golf, 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 golf. And I was like, man, we not, we didn't like golf in high school. We hated golf in high school. And I would have done that. I'll do anything now to go back and, and pick up golf in high school. Uh, how long have you been golfing? And what was your playing career like from high school all the way to what you're doing now? Yeah, gosh. I mean, I probably started back uh, when I was five or six years old. Uh, so I grew up in a small town called St. Charles, Michigan, 2,500 people in the town. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my dad grew up on a cow farm. Uh, and so we – one of my grandpa's dreams was always to, uh, to have a driving range. So when I was five or six, uh, we actually turned part of the farm into a public driving range. And so most people had summer jobs working at the grocery store or whatever. My job was picking up golf balls, mowing grass and hitting golf balls. So a uh, pretty unique and, and cool experience for me, but uh, played high school golf. Uh, was lucky enough to play uh, well in some junior tournaments and, Got a scholarship to play at Michigan and played at Michigan my four years and had a great experience and kind of always had coaching in the back of my mind. Um, I, I tried professional golf for a year, but realized very quickly that, A, I wasn't wealthy enough or uh, good enough to, to play at the uh, professional level. So coaching kind of seemed like the natural segue. And like I said earlier, got my first coaching job at Georgia State as the assistant coach. Uh, was there for a year and then was the assistant coach at Michigan for five years um, before I got the head job at Oakland. So kind of a, kind of a fun journey and, and learned a lot along the way, that's for sure. All right, we're coming right back at you. It's Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. So uh, Coach Nick Pumford and I, the Oakland Headman's golf coach, uh, started this interview a few days ago. We had a little bit of tech issues. And I tell you, I mean, everything throughout COVID, we've had to transition to the tech world a little bit more than what we have been. And uh, you're at the mercy of your computer, your phone, your iPad, laptop, whatever. Uh, so we had a little issues, but we're picking up where we left off, which that's the theme of 2020, isn't it, Coach? So true. It's uh it's an adjustment for all of us, that's for sure. So I want to pick up with, with where we left off, and I definitely want to get into the story here shortly of you being the caddy uh, for your former golfer and Jake Neen, and, and I want to get into that. But you had mentioned something earlier in the interview that caught my attention where, uh, you know, it's it's really expensive to be to be a pro golfer. It's really expensive to go on tour. And uh, what is that pro – to be a professional golfer, what is that process like? What do you have to do? Because from the way you made it sound is there's a lot of capable golfers who could golf at the highest level who maybe just don't have the, the financial uh where i'll be all to be able to make that push yeah no it's it's tricky you know unlike the nba or the mlb or nfl um there's there's not a, a draft for professional golf um so it, it doesn't matter if you're first team all-american or uh, a division three player everyone's kind of thrown in the same boat um now when it comes to like getting money from club companies and sponsors and all of that uh, it, it helps being a first-team All-American, but 
Um, no one really starts with any status, and guys have to earn their way. So ultimately, uh, players are trying to make it to the highest level, which is the PGA Tour. Um, and then the next level below is the Corn Ferry Tour, which I like to equate to, to AAA baseball. So, um, and then the step below that is, is basically the minor league. So it, it's the uh, developmental tours. And really, that's kind of where everybody starts. And essentially, uh, you know, if you want to play a full schedule out there, um, if you're from the Midwest, you have to move down there. So you have to find housing. You have to find a place to play. And then you're really looking at uh, $25,000 to $50,000, depending on how, how much golf you want to play. And that includes entry fees, travel, all of it. So, um, and, and really, unless you finish top five in these developmental tour tournaments, um, you're really not making any money. Uh, what you're trying to do is you're trying to improve your game and, and hone your skills and get ready for that qualifying school, um, which starts really every October. And essentially there are three stages that you have to get through, and it, it, it's tough. And, and like I said earlier, it, it doesn't matter if you're first-team All-American or um, Division Three golf. Uh, you know, everyone starts with a clean slate. How many of your golfers that have come through your program, uh, when you, you talk to them while you're recruiting them and talking to them when they're in high school and coming into your program, how many of them have aspirations of golfing? I'm sure everyone would love to. I mean, anyone that plays basketball, any sport, they always their goal and dream is to, to play at the highest of levels. But how many of them realistically have come to you and said, hey, I, this is my plan. I plan on pursuing this route. Yeah, I mean, honestly, every every recruit that we talk to, wants to do it and says that's their ultimate goal and Mm -hmm. and really with our program that's what we try to sell as well like hey i've 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 coached guys that are at the highest level i've seen what it takes and so here's what here's what our system is and here's how we're going to do it now realistically guys that have chances to actually make it um far and few between uh you know like i said not only is there the financial piece but then there's like the mental piece like are you mentally strong enough to do it? And, and oh, by the way, those guys are pretty talented, so you better have the talent as well. So, um, you know, to get back to your question, every guy wants to do it. Uh, not every guy can do it, which makes it tricky. Now, one guy that uh, has had, you know, ample success, not just in the program, but after uh, his golfing days at Oakland um, under your program is Jake Neen. And uh, one of the more interesting stories that I've come across uh, throughout the Horizon League at any sport is, I mean, you spent so much time with him uh, through his playing days. He played a couple years, uh, golfed a couple years for you as well at Oakland. But you got to be his coach, and then you also got to be his caddy as well at one of the highest levels. So how cool and special was that for you to be able to caddy for Jake Neen at the 3M Open in Minneapolis? I believe in late July. Uh, how special was that for you? Because you got to be his coach in college, and now you got to take that relationship and and take it outside of just that that coach, uh, former player, golfer role. Yeah, no, I mean when I came in, uh, Jake was was by far and away the the clear cut leader on the team, and uh, his personality and my personality are pretty similar. So we we just got along great, and um, obviously Jake flourished. Uh, when I was here at Oakland, and he became the Horizon League Player of the Year his senior year. And so Jake was one of those guys where we had the conversation with, like, hey, this is a realistic possibility to play professional golf, and here's what it takes. And so um, Jake was able to get some funding, uh, put together a really nice schedule, and and ultimately improved and kept showing improvement. Um, You know, I've had to have pretty honest and candid conversations with guys that, hey, you're – 
you're averaging 74. That's that's not going to quite cut it at the next level. Uh, but with Jake, it was it was constant improvement and, and improvement. And so, uh, you know, I'm lucky enough to kind of have an eye on Jake's swing, and he asks me questions and, and what he needs to work on and all of that. And the the weeks leading up to to his qualifier, he was playing pretty well. So I think anyone outside of our little bubble uh, was surprised by it. But uh, I definitely was not, and I don't think Jake was either. And um, but still, to shoot 64 in the pre-qualifier, and then to go back two days later and shoot 63, hmm. uh, that's that's pretty special. And then for for him to give me the phone call and, and pack up the bags and drive the car up and caddy for him, um, something I'll definitely cherish for a while. Was that? I mean, how surprising was that to you? I know you you talked about how special that was, um, but what's what was the difference in pressures that you faced versus you know coaching? I mean, you always face pressures as a coach, you know that, but uh, you know there has to be a difference when you are coaching him and, and his teammates in your program versus kind of being a caddy and basically you know coaching him along an individual basis. That hey, there's a little bit of money on the line as far as this is concerned. So your decisions will cost him money if they're not good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, I, I I've been lucky enough to actually caddy in the uh, U.S. Open before. Nice. And so, you know, I I knew that this was going to be a, a spectacle and something unlike he's ever challenged or faced before. And so, my my goal was to make him feel as comfortable as possible. So, honestly, we talked about anything but golf on the golf course, and um, I think it was it was pretty it was it was realistic and, and real. When we got there the first day and we were on the range and we hit balls next to Kepka and uh, Dustin Johnson, and it's like, <laughs> whoa. So I, I don't think there's anything I could have said or done to, to bring them off that high. But, um, you know, out of the whole week, though, like, you put Jake on the range and he looked like he belonged, whether it's, you know, the ball striking, the mannerisms, the work ethic, whatever it is, like, he looked like he belonged there. And so it's just a fine line of, of getting opportunities and getting chances, and then when you do get those opportunities, capitalizing on those opportunities. All right. Well, we got Nick Pumford, Oakland head men's golf coach, with us here on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. And uh, I had a buddy of mine. Yeah, I told him I was uh, having you on the show. He wanted me to ask. He's always curious when it comes to to golf coaches in college. Like you're these the, the guys you're coaching are really really good. What do you what 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 is entailed in a daily regiment for you and your golfers what are you what are you doing in these practices and i don't mean that disrespectfully like what is what do you even mean yeah. I, I, but what is a day-to-day practice like because i'm actually curious about that too i never golfed in high school I, t- I told you earlier in the interview that if there's ever a sport i can go back in high school and play that i didn't get a chance to it would be golf but what is a practice like for uh for you guys at the college level and what is it that you're looking for from when a season starts to when a season ends what kind of growth are you looking for yeah, for sure. I mean, honestly, I feel like my title should be changed to golf psychologist because, <laughs> uh, to your point, all of these guys are really good, and so it's just managing the expectations and the egos. I feel like that's uh, that's most of my job. But realistically, we're we're a pretty stats-based program, right? So when guys go play golf, they keep pretty intricate and detailed stats, and we put it into a program we have. And so we see common threads uh, and themes amongst the guys, and so – for example, uh, the guys this summer, they struggled from 5 to 15 feet in their putting. And so as a coach, I, t- I look at that and I say, okay, why? Is it a technique thing? Is it a setup thing? Is it a speed control thing? And so practices are structured that way. So we try to, we try to take the glaring weaknesses and make them into a strength. And so 
um, that'll be another thing. And then today we're actually having qualifying. So guys will go out and they'll play 18 holes of golf and they'll, they'll keep track of their score. And, and usually the top five guys travel to, to each event. Obviously uh, not this year since we don't have a fall season, but um, usually that's the case. So it's, it, it's a holistic approach and each guy has individual strengths and weaknesses. Um, and so we attack each one of those and, um, while one guy struggles from five to 15 feet putting, uh, another guy does really well. So what is his weakness? And, and just trying to, trying to get the best out of him. What, uh, how's recruiting? This is the last thing. And I appreciate you taking time and hanging out with us yeah. today on the podcast, but what's, uh, how's, and I, t- I ask every coach this, any sport, any level, what, how is recruiting at this point, uh, really been impacted by that? My, uh, fiance's dad, uh, I guess my future in-law, he, he, he coaches, uh, golf in high school. And, um, I'm okay. always curious, you know, how, you know, he, he said that it's just been silent this year for his team. I and mean, he has a couple girls that, uh, you know, are pretty good, but, uh, he, he just said it's been silent as far as hearing from coaches. How tough is that uh, on the recruiting trail right now with COVID restrictions? Uh, especially uh, around where you're from. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's been pretty tricky. Uh, I, I feel terrible for for the prospective student athletes because, to your point, we're not able we're not able to recruit. We're not able to go out and see them play. Uh, they're not able to come on visits and see campus and that sort of thing. So uh, it's it's a lot of virtual stuff, which I think is a is a common thread amongst every industry. But um, Honestly, for us, recruiting's been pretty good. Uh, you know, we are a mid-major school, and we don't have kind of the, the glitz and glamour of kind of the Power Five schools. And so with those kids not being able to go see those schools, they're actually seeing the holistic approach that, that we bring as a program and that I bring as a coach, um, and, and that's really shown out to them. And so uh, it's been tricky on all fronts, but uh, knock on wood, it's been pretty good for us so far. All right, well, good stuff. Oakland head men's golf coach Nick Pumford, awesome enough to hang out with us, talk a little golf, talk about his program, and talk about uh, what's next. And right now that's always a big question for uh, not just sports, uh, but for education, for you know, the everyday worker out there. I mean, it's, that's, what's next is the question for everybody, and we're all waiting for that answer, but we're all taking it day uh, by day. Coach, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciated it, I'm a, and uh, I really appreciated it. I'm going to take you up on that offer to help my golf game at some point down the road. Good man. If we can, uh, we can hit you. Have you hitting three hundred yard draws? You'll be doing pretty good. I'm <laughs> more along the two hundred. Uh, <laughs> it's more about two hundred on a good day. So there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right, coach. Thanks so much. You take care. Hey, you're the best. Thank you.